Welcome to the Romance Readers Seeking Bestsellers podcast. I'm Becca Manuel, book blogger, PA, graphic artist, and videographer. And I am romance author Isabel Peterson. We're joining you today to talk about romance novels. Because we love to read romance. Sure do. So here on the show, we talk about best-selling romance authors, and we talk about their journey to the best-selling status. And we talk about books that nobody seems to be talking about, written by authors that no one has heard of. So books <laughs> that are written by what we like to call future best-selling authors. Absolutely. So join us on our search for best-selling romances, present and future. And what do you say, Izzy? Are you ready to get this show going? We've got a lot to cover today. I sure as heck am. Let's do it. Here we are. We're here for another adventure in the book world. <laughs> May, May, and we got to talk to Evan Grace, and what a delight. And I've downloaded two of her books. I just haven't gotten to them yet. My brain is still adjusting yeah. from its hangover. It, it just seems like, yeah, the, I, I can't, number one, I can't believe it's already May because it's like, where did the whole, whole first of the year go? And, you know. And now summer's upon us and, and I still have a teenager at home. So that means I have to plan out my summer because she's already asking, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's going on? You know? And so I'm like in the middle of planning that. And then I don't um, miss that. Not going to (laughs) lie. I have one that's really easy. He just, you know, does his own thing. And then I've got the super hyperactive child that has to be going 24 hours a day so she can't sit for two or three minutes and just because she doesn't have a driver's license and a car and all that good stuff yeah so I'm still chauffeur you're on the hook you know (laughs) yeah and she could go get her driver's license she's had her permit long enough that she could go get her driver's license but she she can't sit through the classes that she has to take first Um, those are hard those are the hard parts and she's yeah. doing it online. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she'll do like five or six questions. And then she's like, Oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so it's, it's me going through with her because I actually have to sit with her to keep her focused enough, right? you know? And so I read the question for her and then we discuss. So that takes up a lot of time because, you, and then not for nothing, a lot of the driver's ed stuff material it's one, it's written very dry. Yeah. And then two, sometimes it's very confusing the way it's confusing it for me. It's it confusing for re- me. Yeah. I think a lot, probably a, some of it probably needs to be rewritten. Yeah. So that's where we are, you know, because she, she could go get mm-hmm. her driver's license, but um, yeah, she, um, she's going to be, she's going to be the one to watch because <laughs> she, uh, she loves like her dad mm-hmm. to speed. And, um, and not that she speeds when she's driving every day, but she mm-hmm. had her first car race that she did, um, right. this past weekend. And so yeah. our family does, um, <laughs> SCCA where you can race your everyday car on a racetrack. And we do that as a family every month. And this past month was Emmy's first time racing. My goodness. And, um, she did. She did excellent. She came in 13th out of like 70 uh, novice racers. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and so all of the old timers that were there and all these guys that have been racing for a long time, <laughs> they just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And that this little <laughs> tiny thing of a girl was out yeah. there racing this car and that she had such control over the car. It was a proud moment for dad. Dad was sh- shedding a few tears. He was, <laughs> <laughs> But she's got the racing bug in her now. So she's like, when are we doing the next race? When are we doing this? And you so, only yeah. race on the track. Not yes, on only the on the track. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's at the Houston police academy on their controlled environment racetrack that we do it and um but yeah so she's gotten the bug so that's what we've been up to so what's going on in your life my husband's been away all week yeah so peace so it's been um, peaceful yes but i am my own but i'm my i'm my own worst enemy i think because like now i I'm up reading until like three, <laughs> but I don't even go to bed until one. 
where as when he's home, we're like shuffling off to bed around 11, 11.30 maybe. Um, and now I'm just like, no, I'm just going to keep writing because I am writing and I'm in the zone. And that's when my best creativity happens actually is at night. So it's kind of terrible that I'm always going to bed so early. I have <laughs> noticed that. Yeah. I, mine has shifted, mm -hmm. um, over the past six months, like, well, during COVID during lockdown, yeah. I got mm -hmm. very used to sleep, which I never did before. <laughs> I was a night owl and a very early morning person before uh -huh. the lockdown, uh -huh. but then I really fell in love with sleep during yeah. that time. And so was I was good. going to bed at nine, <laughs> sleeping in until nine or 10, I had no cares in the world. I could do whatever. But, um, lately I am an early morning person. My, my eyes automatically come open at five 30, oh whether I have to get up or not. Um, I blame my dad because my dad was a person that you don't sleep the day away, even during, right. you know, spring breaks yeah, yeah. and summers, we were always up at early. Mm -hmm. And when my dad was alive, I knew I could call my dad at five in the morning. He would be up already wow. drinking his coffee. Um, yeah, no, but I'm not over, an early morning person. I've never been an early morning person, except today. I'm an early morning person. And if, if my alarm goes off, of, you know, I have to be up, I can get up, get dressed, get going. My family is not that kind of family. <laughs> I'm like, get up people. We got to go. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I've noticed a shift over the past couple months, like my mornings, I yeah. really cannot get going until like 10 o'clock. I don't wake up yeah. fully. Well, until so 10 my husband and... wakes up at like four 30. And so yeah. like, that's one of the reasons why we've been going to bed so early. And he, you know, my coming into bed late would wake him up. And I, so that's why I'm like, yes, okay, fine. I'll go to bed early, even though that's my most creative time. I've always been envious of these other people, these other authors who will sit there and say, oh, I get up two hours before everybody else. And I get, you know, my 2000 yeah. words done then I, I can't word at all at that hour. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so, yeah lately it's, I've been my going time. to bed like two, three o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm yeah. working. I like my creative juices really start going around yeah. nine o'clock at night. And so I've been doing a lot of videos at night. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> so, well, I mean, and I normally read until one, two o'clock and you know, mm -hmm. I've been going to bed at one and staying up until like three. And then I'm still my, I do wake up at seven. I lay in bed sometimes until seven 30, but, <laughs> <laughs> but today I was up and I'm like, so I'm doing, there's a challenge group on Facebook for authors and it's write 10 K in a day. And I started a 10 K yesterday at 11 o'clock. And when I went to bed, I only had like 7,200 words and I'm like, yeah. I still have. so I had to get up at six 30 and like, like pound it. it like it was like it was eating on my brain the whole night. I didn't even sleep yeah. well. And so I got up and I was like, all right, let's just try one of these early. I don't even know what's in the document right now. I don't <laughs> want to know because I'm like, did I double words? Did I single? Did I have yeah. words? Did did I use the right names for people? I don't even know. Yeah. The early one was a tough one. Um but I worked for I I um I'd set up this entire sheet of five here I'll show you. I've got the square uh my sheet <laughs> there you go. All the different, like every block has um yeah. the, when how I many words, the, yeah. The word sprint and that or the sprint time and then how many words I wrote. And every square had a dove dark on it. <laughs> so if you got it, that's your reward. Huh? And so I was eating a dove dark every time I filled in, I got to 500 words. And um I actually had to stop yesterday because I had had too much chocolate. And then I had several, <laughs> I, I, I did one, two, three, You're on four, a sugar five, eye. Six. I did six section sessions today, which I don't know how I did it, but I did. Um, That's I got my 10,000 words, 10,389 words in one day. So our hour block. So yay me, but, <laughs> um, and I've switched writing projects. So I was doing a second chance MMF romance. Um, and I wasn't, I'm not gonna be able to get it finished in time to pull or to, you know, get the the trilogy released before I have to pull my dream series. I don't have to pull my dream series, but I want to, but you I'm want to pulling it. I'm rewriting it in my better voice. <laughs> Cause when I first started writing, I knew jack shit about writing. So I just yeah. did whatever I wanted. I mean, I wrote first, I wrote screenplays at the time. So it was just a little different. It's a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I've, you know, I've grown a lot as a, as an author and I really like the series and, and, it, and it's a well-received series. Yeah. I, it could be better. And so why not? And then also I have a and part of it too, is I have a seventh book I want to write, but I can't mm-hmm. write the seventh book in that old voice. Right. It's just, I just can't. It I just wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit. I tried and I can't do it anymore. Um, so I'm going to pull it, recover them, rewrite the insides, write a book seven. That's my summer. So I had to put the trilogy aside. So I pulled out an, a book that I had 70,000 words of ideas. It's a hot mess. It's the second book I ever wrote, um, but I never got it released because people were like, oh, well, yeah, I need to know more about Jack from book one, which was only supposed to be a standalone <laughs> turned into a six book <laughs> series. Um, so yeah, um, so I've, I've had to change. So now I'm working on this second chance romantic suspense, which is a slightly different genre than what I write. Normally it's just romance and lately a lot of queer romance, which I love, but that's good. And I'm, I'm enjoying the challenge and I'm loving the story. I still love the story as much as when I started writing it, probably even more because now I know more and I'm writing better. So there you go. Yeah. That's kind of what's going on here. So with my husband gone, I I'm all off to my own devices and it's been all writing and what have you been uh, reading? Um, I'm reading only one book right now, if you can believe that, <laughs> because I'm spending so much time writing and plot the plotting and strategizing that um, I am reading our Patreon uh, book club book. Yeah. And holy fuck, I love it. It is so clever. It's cleverly written. The voice for these characters. So funny. I'm in fact, it's, it's unfortunate that my husband's coming home tonight because (laughs) I'm gonna have to stop reading at night because I am literally tackling at how clever the wording is. And it just makes me laugh so much. Um, so it's a, uh, an internship story. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's a man, the, the guy is Marcos is the intern. So it's a male intern and a female boss and love, love the book. They're Yay. having lunch right now in a strip club. <laughs> it's there's reasons and it's hilarious and it's very good. And so if you're our patron, if you're part of our Patreon, we're going to be talking about that book in full on the 25th of March. Hey, this is is got to break in real quick. Apparently all the chocolate from my sugar high of my 10 K in a day got to me and no, we're not going to be reviewing um, the book Street Smart by Allie Styles on the 25th of March. That'll be the 25th of May. So there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just had to break in and correct that little statement there and apologize. So there you go. I'm human and had too much chocolate that day. Thanks. So we will get those details up in the Patreon a little bit more. We'll post here and there. What are you reading? Well, I have a ton of arcs that I'm reading. <laughs> what? Shocking. I know. Shocking. And um, I I am in love with Kristen Proby. She's one of my, yes. I mean, I've been with her since the very beginning. I, you know, anytime any of her books come across, I automatically start it right away. And <laughs> I put everything else aside. She's one of those authors that I read and it's, um, I just feel like I'm at home. It's like those comfy reads, you know? And so um, the third book in her Huckleberry Bay series is coming out called Chapel Hill or Chapel Bend. And it comes out next week. And so I read that and I got into such a book funk afterwards. Every book I would try and (laughs) read, I was like, but this isn't Apollo and Juniper. I really need to go back to, and, um, you know, it's a small town romance, Mm -hmm. um, your best friend's brother, a little bit of an age gap, um, has a little mystery and suspense in it. Um, it just kind of, checked all the boxes for me last week that I just needed it the weather's been funky here so when the, the weather's funky I like to have a good book that I can sure. just kind of get lost in and that so was so what's the, the setup books. of this book again so like how does it um, start mm-hmm. so it is um there's the whole series is based off of um a group of girls that grew up together in this small town on the Oregon coast and so Huckleberry Bay is um on the coast and one of the girls grew up in the lighthouse okay that was um 
in in the in the town and um so she's she's taking the old barn that next that's next to the uh lighthouse and turning it into an inn but it's um it's haunted by the ghost of her great great grandmother and oh. so her name is rose and whenever you smell roses that means roses in the in there and she is it. um she's very uh, uh particular about things that happen around the lighthouse and stuff like that and so it kind of follows these three girls and how they grew up with rose and the ghost and everything like that and so apollo is um is the the older brother of one of the girls and and juniper is the tomboy out of the three she runs a garage and or not runs a garage she um she's a builder she okay. builds things and stuff like that and um she has bright red hair and is just very sassy and very independent and and everything like that and so um she had a crush on apollo growing up because okay. like his name he is mm -hmm. a greek god and was just gorgeous and everybody <laughs> falls in love with him and um and so he said something to her whenever they were teenagers and it pissed her off uh -oh. And so she's been holding a grudge for like okay, 15 so this years. Okay, so is kind of an enemies to lovers Yeah, setup? enemies to okay. lovers. Yeah. And so Apollo, as he gets older, is mm -hmm. seeing the, um, you know, the things that he never saw before in Juniper and has not fallen in love with her too. Okay. But she is like, every time he sees her, she's like, get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. You're, <laughs> you know, you're an idiot. And he's like, what did I do? I've never, you know, well, he doesn't think he's ever way, done anything, you know, <laughs> so he's, he has uh, decided that he's going to get to the bottom of this. And okay. so all of a sudden he is everywhere Juniper is and uh -oh. she's not liking it. Oh no. And That's um, so, you know, things kind of progress. Juniper bought an old uh, chapel in, in the town that was abandoned and she's, um, converting it into a house for herself. Okay. And, um, she finds out th there's a graveyard in the backyard, which she's fine with. She was like, sure. whatever they're in the backyard. Well, then okay. she finds out that there's a mausoleum down in the basement oh. with about, with about 150 people that are interned there. And oh. she's not okay with that. <laughs> Okay. Well, that and sounds so, like there's a whole lot yeah, in there. So there's all all kinds of things. And so, you know, okay. everything's going. So you have the the back and forth between Apollo and Juniper. And then you have, you know, the whole thing with trying to move the bodies out of the chapel. There's a big mm -hmm. city guy who comes in and wants to like take over the town. And they're like, oh. no, this is our tiny little town. You're not gonna going to make it into it. There's a lot going into it. So yeah, that's why I was like in a book funk because there's like everything that was going and I was like, <laughs> I just, you know, yeah, I like but I did right. start another book. I started a book by Molly McLean okay. uh, called Rush. I think it's called Rush. All right. And um, it's, it's a standalone and um, yeah, Rush stranded with a stranger. So it's a forced Ooh. proximity okay. uh, snowstorm. Really good. Um, so she is um, a journalist who is going back to, uh, Minnesota, where she grew up, to interview this really famous kind of, um, well, he's an author, the guy is an author, and um, but he's kind of a mystery, nobody really knows too much about him, and all she knows is that he grew up in the same area where she grew up, and he was five years older, and um, so she's going back, she lives in Chicago, she's going back to interview him there, and she gets stuck in a snowstorm, and all of a sudden finds herself stuck in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere with this guy who's there on vacation. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, I just started it. So it's really okay, good. I so just, far. cause you're like checking all these boxes for me. So I went and I just looked it up. This was released in 2018 <laughs> and it is in KU and it is now on my, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> okay. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good really stranded good. with a, the really thing that's really funny is like she's she's walking she's her car went into a ditch it's mm -hmm. buried in snow there's Got like it. this huge blizzard she's perfect back on these back country roads uh -huh. trying to get around there's a huge wreck on the freeway so she's trying to get around of course there is and and so she uh she hears somebody with a chainsaw 
uh-huh. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> and so she's oh, like, they can go stupid. either way. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this could go either way, but I really need to get out of the cold. I'm wet. And so she starts walking and she comes up on this house and she hears somebody with an axe in the backyard, you know, and this dog comes around the corner and it's just this, you know, this gorgeous little dog that's all happy to see her and you know it's like jumping up on her rescue and stuff me like that. there's axes yeah. and chainsaws <laughs> so the guy, that's what the, the, guy comes, the guy comes around the the um around the house and he goes Cujo come here and she's like oh. Cujo <laughs> there's a name for a little happy dog so she's like okay this is not going to be a good situation this is the axe murderer I'm I'm not going to live and he's carrying this big axe you know he's got this big beard and you know and um like a, it's a short one too yeah. though. it's a, it's 179 pages yeah it's to... not yeah so good. um but okay. i'm loving it so far i'm laughing i'm yeah it's really good so far awesome. so sounds yeah. good that's what i'm up to okay <laughs> we covered the reading and the writing and the oh um are you watching anything fun are oh you my part gosh. of this Queen Charlotte? I am. <laughs> I I went into it. I, well, I love the the two first Bridgertons. Okay. I, I mean, I don't watch TV at all. Gotcha. And the other day it was storming really bad. And so I had to turn my computer off. My phone was dead. So I mm-hmm. couldn't really read anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got 1800 books here. I could have grabbed something, but I was like, everybody was posting about Queen Charlotte, Queen Charlotte. So I was like, oh, I'll just watch the first couple of episodes. Yeah, I watched all six of them straight through. And oh my gosh, never cried so hard in my life. Oh, it was so, okay. it was a good cry. Okay, good. It was a good cry. It's a all great right. love story. And I love that it's based on truth. Okay. Like a, like a 90% of this is probably true. So I've had, I've had, you know, a lot, a lot of people I know are talking about it and um, yeah. like people at work and people in the neighborhood and, and obviously on Facebook and on podcasts. And so I was like, I did, I did, I only got like halfway through season one of Bridgerton and for whatever reason, I've just not gone back. I don't even remember what was happening. Yeah. Um, I guess they had just gotten married. I do remember where I left off anyway. And so I might go back to Bridgerton. I don't know. I just, but, um, I might give queen, uh, Charlotte a try. Queen Charlotte been, is very different from the first two. Bridgerton. That's what I've, that's what somebody it's, else. It's said extremely different. Yeah. yeah. She was like, cause she was like, don't worry that you didn't get through Bridgerton. Bridgerton. She goes, neither did I. She goes, and I love Queen Charlotte 10 times more. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. Cool. The music is good. The actors are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just, it was really good. Nice. Yeah. I've been watching. Do you remember when I think it was what three years now sex life came out? Oh Yeah based mm-hmm. on bb eaton yeah um so the second season dropped mm-hmm. and the first season kind of ended in this like weird like situation and you're like well how is that all gonna work so while my husband's been out of town i kind of you know treated myself to a little bit because he liked the show well enough but yeah he has no interest in watching second season so i'm like fine you're not here so i watched <laughs> um i think it's over the way that this one ended so I think it's only these two seasons two, two and seasons. they're done. Um, satisfying ending. Um, a lot of stuff happened. Some of the stuff you saw coming. <laughs> um, there was a lot of excitement. And um, so that's what I, I, I binge watch Sex Life this week. Cool. How about we uh, <laughs> How about we share our interview that we had done with Evan Grace the other day. And then we'll meet back up with our listeners on the back end. Sounds good. Okay, so today we have author Evan Grace. So welcome to the show, Evan. Thank you. So glad to see you, to finally meet you face to face. Yes. I have known uh, Evan for a few years. I did a video for her a couple uh, years ago when she was in the cocky romance world. Um, So if you haven't read Cocky Striker, you need to read that. It's a really good book. I love that book. (laughs) And so (laughs) I know, and you might know Evan because she's in a lot of like, um, reader world or or like in world and, and stuff like that. So I'm sure you've probably seen her name, but you're like, 
Okay, yeah. I only know we're in this. So we're going to talk to Evan today and find right. out all the good good things about her. Yeah. So is he, you want to go ahead and read her bio? Yeah. So when you pop onto Amazon, you are going to hear that. She is a Midwesterner and readaholic most of her life until one day an idea came into Evan's head and a writing career was born. She's a sucker for happily ever afters and loves creating fictional worlds that others can get lost in. She loves putting her characters through the ringer, but loves when they get to that satisfying saloony ending. Well, she doesn't, right? <laughs> when the voice is in her head, give it a rest, which isn't often. She can always be found with her e-reader in hand. Some of her favorites include Aurora Rose Reynolds, the queen, uh, Kristen Ashley, Kaylee Ryan, uh, Lucy Score, and Sarah Kate. Oh my God, Sarah Kate. Okay. Evan <laughs> finds a lot of inspiration in music, movies, TV shows, and life. She's a wife to Jim and a mom to Ethan and the real Evan, a weightlifter, a medical scribe, a college student, and a full-time author. How does she do it all? She'll never tell. Well, we're going to make her tell now. <laughs> we're going to make her tell. No. And darling listeners, you get to hear it. <laughs> so Evan, for those readers who aren't familiar with you, tell yeah. us beyond the bio what you write, you know, what's, what's your whole philosophy behind Evan Grace? Um, you know, I just, I guess I write the books that I want to read, you know, mm-hmm. I love it's a good place to start. Right. Um, you know, I write a lot of contemporary small town. Um, I am a sucker for knocking everybody up Surprise pregnancies <laughs> are my jam. I love them. Surprise pregnancies and single parents. Seriously. Oh, yeah. If I could just write those all for the rest of my life, I would be happy. Well, you can do so, that. Right? There's so many ways to tell those stories. Heck yeah. For so, sure. um, you know, I just, I just love uh, to write a story that makes you feel. And if I'm crying while I write it, I'm then, super happy. Yeah. And you know, if I can evoke some emotions from readers, then, you know, I've done my job. (laughs) Brilliant. And I love the series titles that you have too, like love stings and sugar and spice. And it's like, right. (laughs) It's all over the place. It's so much fun. I know that sugar and spice ink. I just, uh, it was like, (laughs) I want to do a series about sisters that all do tattoos. There's one, so does, awesome. there's one, so awesome. one does, uh, the one with the most tattoos is the piercer and does not do tattoos. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. <But> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Brilliant. That's now going on to my TBR because that's right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> and, um, so where, what, what was your first series but or was it a standalone and like how did how were you birthed into the world of writing books? Sure. um well this is gonna I'm gonna try to shorten it otherwise it's gonna be kind of a long story <laughs> I'll try to like condense it um I work for one of our local hospitals and when I started I worked in the sorry my dog um I worked in a mental health unit like inpatient and I worked second shift and sometimes I would volunteer to sit with patients who required like one to one like they had to have someone with them at all times yeah and you know they slept through the Mm -hmm. night and so you'd just be sitting in this dark room and I just started reading like the first I mean I read when I was younger um but then you know life I was a teenager right. I was wild you know partying was much more important <laughs> <laughs> but um my husband gave me um Odd Thomas by Dean Koontz okay okay and it just like I loved that book so much and I cried hysterically at the end and Aww. I yelled at my husband for making me read it <laughs> because it was so good but then it did not end the way I wanted it to um and then it just you know, and then I just, it kind of just birthed, you know, I started reading all the time. Like I was at our library, like 
once or twice a week with like a stack of books and they would just be like, Hey, Rachel, you know, which is my real name. And, you know, <laughs> Surprise. you know, yeah, they, you know, they just hand me, you know, and my husband would be like, you really read that? Cause they always had like half naked men on the covers because <laughs> I discovered romance and, you know, it started with the cleaner romances like, uh, Nora Roberts and, um, Oh, of course, I'm going to blank on her name. It's okay. Oh, okay. Well, it's we'll like just leap the... in the right name later. <laughs> right? I know. And, <laughs> I know. And it was the Buchanan series. Oh, I know. I know that. Dang it. Yes. I'm, and she I'm had Googling some it for that you. Like, were historical and some that were like more modern. And I need to know because this is going to try to <laughs> Julie Garwood. Yes, Julie Garwood. And like, or wait, the there's Susan Mallory. Oh, uh, Julie Garwood was first, but I did read Susan Mallory. Um, and then, what would we uh, do without Google? Okay, right. And then I discovered Maya Banks. Was it the sweet series or was it Colton? Yes, it was. Yes, sweet it was series. the sweet series. And <laughs> I was just like flabbergasted that books like that existed. And I read all of hers, Laura Lee, Lauren mm-hmm. Day. Uh-huh. And it created you went, a You went hardcore. Yes, nice. I did. I did. I, I love it. Hard and fast. <laughs> You know, um, and then I I left working at the mental health unit mm-hmm. and I was working in labor and delivery and very different vibe. Just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and just one day they were talking about a patient and I just started thinking in my head, like, well, what if, you know, this happened, you know, and it was just like, I yeah. was like building the story in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, and it was actually my starting over series which is the first, um, it was with a small publisher, but I have the rights back. So the covers have kind of changed. Um, but yeah, and I wrote it the first draft all in a notebook by hand. And I think I rewrote it like five times before it got picked up. And I, and I honestly, and I worked on it for like five years. Wow. I love the titles of those starting over, begin again, second chance, finding hope, you know what you're going to (laughs) get. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I got it picked up and then the rest was history. So oh. your writing career was literally conceived in a labor and delivery <laughs> ward. I just, I, I want know, everyone right? to appreciate that. <laughs> right. I know. So yeah. And, and those girls were all like, so supportive. about. And this it. is probably why all your characters get knocked up. Right. <laughs> See, we're, we're, we're piecing this together. It's a puzzle. Right? And we got it. I know. Right. Subliminally. I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> I think but it's- yeah. I do. I do have a habit of getting everybody pregnant. I just, I love it. And when it happens in a story I'm reading, I seriously get tickled and I'm just like, yes. Well, there, (laughs) there could be worse things that happen out there in the world. Right. And you can fit that into any genre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any genre can. Yeah. So are are you still working in hospitals then? Or uh, are you um, still getting your inspiration from hospital settings or? People that um, say something at the hospital. Sure. Do you still get um, your ideas at work is my question. Not so much anymore. Like right now, I, uh, I'm i a medical scribe. So basically I follow the doc. I work in, in pain management. So we basically, I follow the doctors into the exam rooms and basically mm-hmm. type out their visit in real time while they see the mm-hmm. patient. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I mean, so not so much now. Um now it's a lot of movies, like even like a scene or, you know, somebody says something and it just, I don't know, sometimes it'll just like trigger something in my head. Yep. Yep. And then I, I know the feeling down. 
Yeah. I mean, I've been at the grocery store before and I'll listen to my music. And sometimes if a song comes on and I'm just like, you know, it is, it's like a movie starts playing in your head and it's just like, absolutely. Yeah. I need something. And it's like, so I'll, I've written on receipts before and it's, just you don't like, just open up the app on your phone and just either voice record or type it out into the notes. I'm not Again, you're the handwriter. Technology. Yeah. It's, I'm not very good with technology and usually I forget. And that was like back before, I think when I had like a cheapy, like Google phone that, oh, you know, limited. I, I probably didn't really know how to use it. That's funny. So, but um, yeah. So now I usually just open a word document and just start jotting stuff. I have all these weird documents, like titled weird stuff where it's like, what is that? Because I'll try to like clean stuff out and I'll see an idea and I'm like, what the hell is that? That's <laughs> like, what did I do that? So that I usually delete it. <laughs> it's usually a nonsense. So, but yeah, so, you know, just find it everywhere. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you hear like stories from like, like other women, you'll hear them say stuff and, you know, sometimes stuff I'll even see now on TikTok. Where it's just like, oh, that's juicy. That would be, be good. Story. Yeah. So, For sure. Yeah. So, so sorry, that was really are you still, <laughs> and are you still reading? I, what are you I reading do. nowadays? Still Maya Banks um, or what are you reading now? Now it's so weird how like, you know, like my tastes have kind of changed, you know, like, um, they evolved. you know, yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, you know, I don't, I can't you know, and I loved her work. I don't know why I stopped reading her, but like, I, I don't care. Remember the last time I read something by Lauren Dane. Um, I think she's a fantastic author and, but I don't know. I just haven't read any of her stuff. Um, recently. I think authors, authors evolve and readers evolve too. And sometimes they just don't line up because there's a lot of authors that I loved 12 years ago. And I'm like, Oh, I haven't read them in a while. So Right. Yeah. yeah and then, then you have that devastating moment where like that author's no longer writing. Yeah. yeah. I hate yes. that. Um, it makes me so sad. There was one book and honestly, I don't even remember what her name was, but I don't think she wrote really anything else, but, and it was the weirdest name for a book, but it was finding arbitration. Hmm. And she, that one. and it was, and it was a book that I don't think I ever cried so hard and just, I mean, it was like super angsty and I don't, I don't know what ever happened to her. I don't think she wrote anything else. See, that was hmm. me with Sea of Tranquility with uh, Kacha Maya or Maya Kacha. I can't remember. It's, I think it's Kacha Maya. I don't think I've read that. I think I it, have it. It, but it I was haven't. a book that it tore me apart. It was so, I mean, I don't know it's, what it is about, about that book. It's talked about a lot. It's talked, talked about, about a lot. Good Morning a America. A lot of people, yeah. it's their number one book and it's the only book she's ever written. Wow. And it is, yeah. So there are those out there that, you know, maybe they're just people that had to get it off, off their chest. <laughs> right. So I now know, you see, I, go ahead. Oh, no. So Finish. go ahead. Um, <laughs> I was. <laughs> is it by um, Elizabeth Elizabeth Marks finding ar- arbitration? It might be. I mean, I'm seeing if she has. It's hard books. when they have only one book and yeah, was read a while ago. Right. Hmm. No, she has more than one book, so it's not her. <laughs> I, I need to go find who that author is. And, and is, do you? So, do you read e-readers or paperbacks? Uh, now primarily e-readers just because it's more convenient and you Mm -hmm. know my eyes are getting bad even with contacts (laughs) and it's like I'm still like half blind I I recently started a job at an optometrist office and I am learning why that happens is very fascinating and if I had seen if I learned what I'm learning this past week I might have been an optometrist if I'd seen this these videos and and learned this stuff when I was 18 it's fascinating. There you go. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> I know my eyes are like so tired all the time now. It's like, ugh. I was yeah. sitting in the computers. 
I was sitting in the lobby reading uh, at my daughter's music school and the owner of the music school came down. He goes, are you blinders? He's like, I can read this from upstairs. <laughs> oh, I was like, yes, I am. I look yeah. at a computer all day long. And so when but I read, I'm on brilliance. Like, the blonde. I mean, yeah, yeah. the blind reading. Lar- largest yeah, type. Largest type I, there the, is. That's the best part, though, about reading on an e-reader is you can change that. And yeah. you don't have to bring an itty bitty book light. And I also read on my phone. So <laughs> I know. Well, and it's so funny too. You know, I don't have a ton of time to read now, but mm-hmm. when I did, I would legit, like, I would have it propped up while I was cooking dinner. I would have it like propped, you know, so I could keep reading whatever it was. I mean, no matter what gotcha. I was doing, it was just like, you know, and then, you know, my husband would be like, you're burning dinner, <laughs> you know, because it's like, I paid attention I to my still- book. I still blame Ella Frank and her book try because I totally burnt dinner one night because I was sucked in and I totally did not pay attention. So well, there you go. <laughs> it's, it, it happens. happens. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're reading um, with our get to know you questions, our rapid fire questions before we started recording here, our rapid fire questions are no longer on the show. Those are going to be on Patreon only for bonus content. And you'd said you like to read, like me, um, authors who aren't yet bestsellers, people who nobody knows yet. So would you share a favorite or two of yours? Oh, and I don't know if she's, I mean, and she's just an older author and I don't really know. I didn't think she was well-known, but maybe she is. You know what? She is, I think. Natasha Anders, The Unwanted Wife. I've never heard that's of a really good like angsty um yeah I think when I first read this series I don't think she was as well known I think she is, has more of a following now what's Natasha who Anders A-N-D-E-R-S hmm. and it's an older series um yeah not not known to me yeah no. <laughs> That's the thing. It's um, like a lot of people is like, like I was talking to my admins today and they read a lot of protector romance. And so I was like, they were like, what are you reading back? I was like, oh, I'm reading Kristen Proby's new books. And they're like, who's Kristen Proby? I was like, are you what? kidding me? You don't know oh. who Kristen Proby Because people get into their groups, you know, it's like, she's yeah. like, oh, I don't read. I don't read contemporary romance. So yeah, I don't know who I she is. I only read military romance, right? I only read, you know, thrillers. And so it, it amazes me sometimes that people don't know who, you know. Yeah. I was oh, like, absolutely. you know who? I said, you do know who E.L. James is, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we know her. But yeah, right. no, so we don't know. She has, seven, it, she has 17 books. Two are on pre-order. So that's not, that's, that's a, a fairly small catalog. 15 are live. So that's okay. And now yeah. hopefully more people will discover her. Right. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> and they're, I like, they're good and angsty, you know, good, good, good. Yeah. And one of wife. Oh, and one of them is yeah. in German. Ooh. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know any German. <laughs> a new, a new person to add to my list. list. Um, and, um, what how about you what what are you working on what do you have coming next um well uh right now i am working on my contribution to a series that i am doing with um molly mcadams ca harms uh lacy black and kaylee ryan it's called the kissing games Mm -hmm. and it um it's a series where we're all down uh, in Florida for a wedding and one of the girls is writing the book of the bride and the group okay. that does not show up and you know oh, oh shit I don't know if that was so we might wonder <laughs> okay we'll bleep and yeah. everybody will wonder yeah they'll right? wonder yes I'll, I I'll think play something over I think it. it's I think that's it's not oh yeah because it's the plot of the book is she is kissing <laughs> my kissing the the best man my brother's bride <laughs> or something 
So <laughs> I'm I'm really screwing this up, ladies. That's okay. Oh, yeah. It's fun. We thought so, we had a scoop. Dang it. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, and then um, my couple, I'm the last book to release um, and it'll come out in July, but my couple is the only one who are married, but they are separated. And um, so mine's the last to be, and I don't think it says it. <laughs> well, no, they're all up on, on Amazon. Oh, it says, they? yeah. <laughs> Um, see, I know um, it says your official blurb is coming, but it's the wedding party went to Florida to watch their best friends say I do, but instead of the groom kissing the bride, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen are the ones doing all the smooching. Yeah. Oh, so it's the the kissing games that is. Yes. So So, and mine is kissing my soulmate because you know obviously they do love each other and you just have to read it to find out why. so what are the tropes in that one is it a marriage and trouble trope second I mean um it, it will what can be, you share it'll be a obviously second chance because they are you know separated okay and yes and not much really I can reveal because otherwise so, okay, well, July. I will, I will have to wait until yeah, July. Until July. Book one does come out on June 1st. That's Molly okay. McLean's. And oh, Molly is actually our I next. I called her. I said her. Oh my God. No, I, I think you said Molly. Wrong. I said McAdams. Oh. Because I was also thinking of another older author, <laughs> but I know she's got a big following. Yeah, and, Molly does. Yeah. And that happens a lot, though. Yeah, I knew who you were talking about because I knew well, and, I knew about this. And Molly McLean is actually going to be our next guest. So oh, okay. yeah, so yeah. there you go. Don't Get us lining you guys that. up as like experts. We won't. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it between. So us that book I one will come way. out on June first, and that's Molly's book. And then every Kaylee two weeks, it. yeah. And then Kaylee's is the second. Uh, C. A. Harms is um, is the third, and then Lacey, and then yours. Yeah. Yep, and actually, and I chose to go last because it is the day before my husband and I are wedding anniversary. Oh, so oh, I thought that would be just so sweet, cute, So yeah, and so, so wait, sorry, what's your wedding anniversary date? The twenty eighth. Ours is July eighth. No, oh, July tenth. Sorry, July eighth <laughs> is my husband's birthday. July 8th is his birthday. And my daughter's birthday. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of July going on. A lot of July. Busy, busy times. So we will put um, the pre, they're all up for pre-order. So we'll put that link in our, in our show notes for everybody. And Um, and while your book is last out, you were on the podcast first. So yeah, you're still, you're still first. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Do you have any signings coming up? Uh, I have, I have one Okay, and I never get the name right. <laughs> one of those. I know. I know. Series, uh, Romantic Galena Reads. So oh, okay. Yeah. So Galena, Illinois. Yep. Yeah, and it, for anybody that doesn't know, it's a cutesy little town that you can basically park one area and walk around and there's tons of restaurants and art and lots and of I believe there was a former do. president is from there, right? There's a former president from there. Yes. And I think I it was, can't... I think so. I could be and, wrong. And what's the date on that? On the, on the site? that is, it is September 9th. And it's at the DeSoto House Hotel, which is supposed to be haunted. Ooh, good time. So I know, yeah, I know that they're organizing like ghost tours one oh, night. Um, <laughs> I know last year was the first year and they did. They had like a little tea uh, for some of the people that, you know, could sign up. And so, but yeah, and it's close to my hometown. So it's kind of cool. And, you know, yeah. And that's a cute Convenient. little area to, yeah. And that's a cute little It's area adorable. It. Yeah. Super adorable. Yeah, I'm actually from the sure. Chicago suburbs myself. Oh, nice. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> um, yes. Where can our listeners find you and learn more about you, your website or social media you want people to follow, et cetera, um, and so on? Yeah, they can 
follow me, um, you can visit me actually on my website. It's www.authorevangrace.com. Uh, my handle on Instagram is at author Evan Grace. Um, TikTok, uh, you can find me over there. Um, and that is uh, author Evan Grace 76. So, but yeah, those are the main ones I use um, or, you know, Facebook and it's uh, Evan 76 Grace is my, my um, page. So very good. I've been following yeah. you for a while on uh, TikTok, by the way. I'll just go ahead and share oh, that. Yay. <laughs> so, I know. I still like half the time don't know what I'm doing, but yeah. That's most of us. That's most of right? us. I know, I've gotten I away from it. posting and I need to get back to it, but I just don't. Whatever. Right. It's just so hard. <laughs> Too busy. We have so much stuff that we're supposed to do, but it's like, exactly. You know, how do you make time for it all? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, thank you for helping us grow our TDRs. I'm sure for not just Becca and myself, yeah. but also for our listeners. And we will look for this series that starts releasing in like two weeks from when this episode releases. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Time yeah. Time. I know. That's my fast. TikTok. There we <laughs> right? go. All right. Oh, you are a dear. Thanks again so much for coming. Thanks and- for joining us. You bet. Yes. All right. And anytime you, you want to come back, you're welcome. Yes. Well, that was a great interview with Evan. Uh, I love I her. I love her. Yeah, I love yes, her. Yes, I understand why. I understand your, yes. And um, I downloaded two of her books. I just need to get started on them. Um, yeah. But right now, I just have capacity for one brain right now. And I'm, one and, I'm, and I'm looking forward to our next interview, which will be Molly. Uh, so I yes. can't wait to talk to her about Rush. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that'll uh, be good. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. So, well, listeners, we are going to let you go and enjoy your, the rest of your day or your next podcast or whatever. And if you enjoyed the show, remember to leave a review on Apple. It really does help other listeners looking for uh, podcasts just like ours. So Absolutely. And we love reading those reviews. Yeah, if you want to support us, so the reviews are free posted. You don't, you know, you don't have to pay to leave a review, but if you want to support us a little bit in a different way, um, you can join us on Patreon, just three bucks a month. And we're going to have our book club chat on the 25th of May. We also have yeah. extra discussions beyond the show, early access, giveaways, oh, all that kind of right. fun stuff. We're going to so. share the, remember the influence, the, the questions that we yeah. asked, right? They normally are our rapid fire questions. We are saving those. Those are only going to be on Patreon from this point forward. Yeah. So, so if you want to have her rapid fire questions and answer that over on Patreon, on Patreon only, only, only $3 a month. That's all it costs. How so, much? Three dollars, <laughs> and all of that you money cheaper goes, than most books. And all of that money does not go to us; it goes nope. into our grant fund. Um, that hopefully in the fall we'll uh, be able to give away our second grant. Yes. So, so everybody have annual a good, grants. Yeah. Um. Sounds good. All so right. Everybody well, have a great week. Read, keep your read, eyes read. out for the. Keep your eyes open for the next bestseller. Email us about what they should about what they are. We'll take a look, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.